it's time to strap in and pull those belts one more time as we dive into the True North Racing Podcast with your host, John Morrison. What's up, everyone? How's it going? And welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host, John Morrison. This week on the program, guys, we are sitting down with the driver, the number 82 pure stock, Eric Stewart. Eric has been racing all over the province this this year in his uh, G5, I believe he said it was. Anyways, <laughs> so we're so stoked to have him in studio tonight, and uh, hopefully you guys uh, stick around and enjoy that episode. Um this is the episode we're doing right now <laughs> anyways guys i know it's a little bit later than usual but something's got messed up but first off i would like to wish my eight-year-old son robert a very very happy birthday um when this episode drops we passed it but i love you buddy hopefully you had a great birthday um how was everyone's weekend at the track you know it was it's weird because we're getting down getting, getting down to crunch time. The first official playoff happened up there at Sunset Speedway. And uh, by the sounds of it, there was some good racing, uh, hard luck, hard breaks. But it, it sounded like a great weekend up there. Um, Dad of Flambrough with us. Uh, I can't believe that next after next weekend, you know, I man, we're done. Young Drivers Canadian Vision Modifieds are done as of next weekend. That is right. Our season concludes next weekend at Flamborough Speedway with twin 25-lap uh, feature races. Uh, we're looking at hopefully about 20 cars are showing up, I believe. I think I heard. Uh, it'll be a great night of racing. Gates open at four, or pits open at four, grandstands open at five. Racing gets underway at 6:30. So if you guys are looking for a fun night out, uh, come on out to Flamborough Speedway, just north of uh, Hamilton, uh, just off of uh, Highway Six. I believe it was fifth concession. Anyways, you guys can find out all the information at flamerospeedway.ca. Uh, Friday night, guys. Man, I, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my weekend. That's okay. That's okay. You guys can skip it. If you guys don't like what you guys are hearing, you guys can skip it. It's Friday night. Uh, Jacqueline and I, were, we decided to do a little date night. We were going to go see a movie, but the movie she wanted to go see wasn't coming out until this Friday. So we decided to jump in the car, and we, we, we came up with a few ideas. As we were driving down, we were just like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll go over here. We'll go over there. Whatever. Uh, we get down to St. Catharines. Uh, we just passed the 406. And we made really decent time. It was like 7.06, I believe it was, or 7.05. Just around 7 o'clock. Uh, just, just, just as the racing was supposed to get underway at Merrittville. And she goes, F it. Let's go. I'm like, all right, get off of the next exit. And so we ended up at Merrittville Speedway for our first official visit to actually watch them racing. And man, were we blown away. Oh my goodness. What a facility. The the guys who run that track, you guys are doing an awesome job down there. Um, I love the way everything was set up. Uh, I was, I was, just, I was so stoked. Um, the racing was great. So, oh my God. Those 360 sprints put on a hell of a show. Same with the crate sprints. The Hoosier stocks threw on a great race. The mini stocks even, man. Oh, my goodness. Just top to bottom, front to back. That show was incredible. Um, we're planning on coming back ho- hopefully next year. Uh, if we got a night that's available to us, we, we're going to head down to Merrittville Speedway as well. Um, and then Saturday, of course, we ended up at Flambro, um, which was awesome because my cousin actually came out. And she got to see what, uh, what, what I've been doing with the club. 
So that's something I've been, I've, been, I've known a lot of people know. Um, I you guys know the guy that you know you guys who listen to this, you know. Um, I do media for the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds, but it seems like a lot of people that know me also don't know me in a sense that um, you guys don't you you necessarily don't see who I am um, or what I do, but I know a lot of you guys do at the same time. So my cousin came out and she was she was seeing what I was doing. She was laughing at me because we go we're the both the same age. She's a two two months older than me, so me and my cousin we we kind of jab each other a little bit here and there. Um, because then that's what cousins do, right? Um, you know, that it was, my girlfriend had a great time with her being at the track with us. Um, then I can, you know, we could run around, we could do stuff. And, and it was the first time in a number of years that my cousin actually came out to the races. So it was nice having her around. Um, the CVMs put on a hell of a race. Um, both, both divisions or, or it's not both divisions, both features threw on hell of races. I was so excited to watch, uh, you know, Mike Westwood. Mike Westwood going to that second feature. He turned to me and goes, "Watch it at, watch out! I'm gonna full send it. If we get this car going, I'm gonna full send it." Sure enough, he did. Last lap, last corner, he uh, he sent that thing sideways, and you know it, it was funny. Sent it up in some smoke, and gave the show, uh, gave the fans a show, and that's exactly what he was doing. And you know he. We had a good laugh about it afterwards, saying like, "Hey, I full sent." I'm like, "Yeah, you did." It was awesome to see. Um, I hate to see some of the things that are happening at, at the track as well. Um, I don't want to touch on them. You you know what's going on. Um, all I can say is all of us can do better. Um, it's, it's, we're going, we're we're doing a hobby. I I'm just gonna put this out here. We're doing a hobby that a lot of people enjoy and. I feel if we're taking a lot of negativity from it, we're going to ruin our sport. We're going to ruin this sport. That means a lot to us. Uh, we all need to do better. We all need to look out for each other. And we need to, like I said a few episodes, guys, we need to squash this squash beef. If you got beef with someone, I want it done by this weekend or by the end of the year. Wherever your season is, if you guys got beef with someone, go ahead and squash it. We all need to come together to improve this sport. That does not mean bashing, bullying, or doing anything negative to another person. What happens on the track stays on the track. If you guys are going to go in the pits and start acting out. Find somewhere else to race. Find something else to do with your time. Because that's the track has to run the, the way the track has got to run. You're not going to make a difference in the overall. Um, in the overall aspect of it. You're there for a good time not a long time. That's, that's the way I'm looking at it. Because uh, this sport will chew you up and spit you out in a matter of months, weeks, years, whatever. So, count your chickens, count your blessings. Um, that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Uh, congratulations to Kyle Steckley, who is a rookie and a champion at Flamborough Speedway. So, congratulations, Kyle. Uh, who else? Oh, Carson Nagy. Carson, congratulations, man. Super stock champion at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, I know Carson will likely head off to Delaware this weekend, so uh, good luck to De- uh, Carson at Delaware this weekend uh, as the uh, APC Series and the Quickwicks Firestarter Superstock Series end their seasons this weekend. So congratulations to uh, – good luck to all the drivers this weekend heading out to Delaware Speedway, and hopefully there's a lot of guys, who, a lot of you guys who are coming out to Flamborough this Saturday to catch the mini stocks, the pure stocks, the 
TQ Midgets conclude their championship at Flamborough this week. Speedway TQ Midgets conclude their season at Flamborough Speedway this weekend. Um, I, I'm excited. It's going to be a great night of racing. Um, so come on out. Enjoy some racing. It's going to be a fun night. It's going to be great. Uh, if you guys see me in the pits, stop me. Say hi. I'll likely be wearing a Jomo Media hat and a Young Drivers Canadian Vision Modified t-shirt. Stop me. Say hi. Even if I'm filming. Uh, if you guys checked out the vlog this week, it, it's it's uh, John Carly messed with me while I was talking with Mike Westwood, and while I was interviewing T.J. Marshall at the end of the night, uh, David Elliott, uh, who's who's in my opinion is a legend with the with the Vintage Modified, as well as just general racing here uh, at Flamborough Speedway, he he was messing with me. I've known him for a number of years. Uh, that's how I got my start. Actually, was with him. Uh, I started crewing with him. Back in 2008 or 2009. And he's been such a great guy. Uh, I'm looking to have him on the podcast probably next year at this point. We are going to, it's going to be, fun, uh, that'll be an episode to listen to. So when you guys hear that one, get ready. It will be a fun night uh, of stories being told there. Um, but the entire time he was like whispering in my ear, blowing on my ear. Um, and, and you guys can probably tell because the camera gets a little shaky. Uh, so if you, it, that's, but yeah, if you guys see me stop by, even if I'm filming, just like jump in, just like, Hey man, what's going on? And just like, you know, have some fun. Um, I'm not going to shy away. I may not even edit it out. So stop me, say hi. Um, come on out to Flamborough Speedway this Saturday night. It's going to be great night of racing. Like I said, pits open at four grandstands at five racing gets underway at six 30. So it's championship night. Come on out and enjoy some, uh, enjoy some racing. But for right now, before we jump into our episode, we're going to have a quick word from from our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. All right, everyone, just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well, providing off-season, mid-season, and year write-ups for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Jomo Media. Uh, before I actually get going with our with our with the rest of our episode and jump in with our guest of the week, Eric Stewart, um, I should probably mention about Jomo Media and Promotions. Next season, guys, we are working on getting stuff lined up and ready. If you guys are looking to work with Jomo Media and Promotions for all your race-ready promotions as well as media opportunities, please reach out to us at jomopromos at gmail.com and let's start working on something for next year because, you know, the season may be coming up to an end, but next season is always a possibility. Um, if you guys would like calendars, I'm looking at getting some calendars made up. Uh to help us out uh it'll feature all the drivers who ran underneath the Joma media banner this year um it's gonna be it should be awesome um if you guys would like a copy send me a message send me a, a, a email or whatever and let me know that if you guys would like a uh calendar uh you guys can also get merch uh we have you can check out our link in bio and pick yourself up a hoodie hat t-shirt um got lots of stuff there so go ahead over to our links in our bio and check it out uh we got two stores one for the joma media and promotions and as well as the true north racing podcast so head on over and check them out um other than that guys uh 
yeah, we're going to get ready for next season. With the, we're, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting so excited to be working on next season. Um, we're going to be stopping the podcast here in probably about, oh, about the month, the next month. By the end of October, we'll, we'll be, we'll be done. We'll wrap it up. Uh, we might do a Christmas episode. I'm not too sure yet. Um, I got a lot of things to think over and work on. So that's going to be fun for the, for the next couple of months prior to that. Um, as we prepare for next season in terms of what I can do and help out you drivers and teams and, you know, just in general about how I can help them improve um a lot of things that's it um i'm just trying i'm just trying to help out that's it um and and that and that's what the podcast is for too right uh usually i do have a joe media rundown a cvm rundown but uh, unfortunately right now just I, I just got pressed for time and wasn't able to gather all the information i wanted to um so i may i will likely include that in the next week uh or the following week but g- congratulations and to everyone who raced this past weekend at Flamborough Speedway at sunset, uh, wherever you guys race, uh, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Uh, we're looking forward to the end of the season here. Um, with, like I said, with the young drivers can even modify, uh, season officially ends on the asphalt side in the next couple weeks here. So get out, support your local short track, head on out. Um, and then, like I said, if you guys are looking for information about next year, hit me up. Uh, It's Jomo promos at gmail.com. That's J O M O promos at gmail.com. But I think for right now, guys, I think you guys are probably tired of listening to me talk for the past about 14 minutes. So why don't we strap in, sit down. Sorry, not strap in. Let's sit down, relax, and let's go racing with Eric Stewart. This week on the True North Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with the driver of the number 82 Pure Stock, Eric Stewart. Eric, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, how's how's your season been going? We're almost done, so I just can't. How, how have you, how's your, uh, how's your summer been going? How's the car doing? Honestly, the car has been doing a lot better than what I thought it would do the first season out with it. Brand new build straight out of uh, the Clark automotive shop, Nick Clark. And the car has just been on rails lately. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I seen that you had a uh, Wade Thorne behind the wheel there a couple weeks ago and he, he, he put it up near the front there. Uh, I- <laughs> How was that for you? Well, I kind of wish it was me putting those laps down, but I mean, the guy can wheel a car no matter what car it is, what track. The guy's just natural born. Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna take it back here and let's have a let's have a little chat about how your first memory of going to a racetrack. How old were you? What track? If you remember what track, what track was it? Oh man. Um, it's got to be like my early like teen years uh we'd always do like family trips go down to varney all the time because it's close and then the odd time we'd always go to flamborough then i i don't even know how it changed but it always turned out to be flamborough we'd go to with a little bit of varney and now because we're older we got delaware involved now and we got sobel sunset and some dirt tracks too even we're all over the map now you know, there's definitely nothing wrong with uh, going everywhere right now. I I've, I finally got to go to, uh, as a spectator, I don't drive, I don't race. Um, I do a lot of the, just kind of this general stuff media. Um, I finally was able to get to another racetrack this summer, and I finally got to go down to Humberstone, or not Humberstone, sorry, um, Merrittville Speedway on Friday night, and that was a great track to go to. 
Yeah, I I kind of couldn't go too much dirt tracks on Friday nights because I play baseball too, and that usually took up nine percent of my Friday nights. Yeah. So. Um. All right. So you know, here's a little different. Uh. So you play baseball? Do you play like the underhand softball kind of deal, or? Uh, we play or... softball, which is a uh, windmill. Okay. So I always that, forget the name cool. of it. <laughs> it so it's just called baseball. <laughs> yeah. To me, to me, baseball is like the Blue Jays. Like that's because of growing where I grew up in Mississauga. I didn't. I had no clue that uh, there was different styles of baseball. To me, there was hard baseball, hardball, and then baseball, softball, which was for, for girls. I'm going to be honest. Like I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, that was something that men also played as well until I got to almost high school. It's, it's more of a girl dominant type of baseball, but the men can play it too. Absolutely. They can. I, my, uh, my high school gym teacher was, uh, was a pitcher for, for his team and me being the cocky SOB. I was in high school. I said, I'm like, I bet you I can hit off you. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Uh, he, I got a foul tip and I was able to get a single off of him. So a single score. Exactly. I don't think I had a runner on though. That was the only issue, but, <laughs> uh, so how long have you been playing baseball? Cause that's something different. I, I, that's something different. I didn't know about, uh, about you. So like, let's talk about that. How long have you been playing baseball? So I've been playing baseball for probably around 20 years. And how, okay, how old are you to kind of give us a reference? I am 23. All right. So I've been playing T-ball and basically from T-ball all the way up to where I am now, which is the IFL, the Inter-County Fastball League. Okay. And then basically we win tournaments and we go into the Worlds. Okay. So it's pretty competitive baseball. Yeah, it it definitely sounds like it. Uh, So how's your season been going with that? Uh, so we actually ended up winning the championship. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. That's why I had to miss that one night where Wade Thorne took over. Okay. The, that butthead just finished higher than I could in that car. Now, now you definitely got some big shoes to fill when, uh, when you strap back in, eh? Well, Frostfest is the next one and I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, I bet. Um, so going forward here how uh, how did the deal come about for you to get a to get into pure stock racing yourself so i've been friends with nick lark and his whole family for many years actually through through high school elementary school and even when our days back at varney we'd always cheer for them and scott way lance sullivan like all those guys so after we'd always go to the pits shoot the shit, sorry for the language with them. And it just, one day after high school, I walked over to their place and was like, I want to build a bone stock. And they're known for building the fastest Ontario bone stocks. That's how that happened. And of course, and then you, obviously you built one and now you're out there racing. Actually, I've had two now, including this. Okay. How long, so how long have you been racing? So my first year would have been, I think it was 17, 2017. Okay. Um, 
they had a Cavalier that was, I think it was a championship card of Barney. I ended up getting that one off of them. Uh, I did a couple of races here and there. Uh, my best finish with that card would have been probably a top 10. Okay. Just like races. And the next season, we did a full season at uh, Sobble. And multiple, well, should have had multiple wins, but me and the card and agree with each other from time to time. And anybody at Sobble can say that I've used more fire extinguishers than anybody in the track ever has. How, how many fire extinguishers? I think I've used two in one night, to be quite honest with you. How? I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, how? How does, how does that happen? Uh, so what we think happened was the brake caliper was seized on the right front. So it was okay. constantly going. And during the heat, it caught fire. They put it out. We looked at it. It looked fine. We thought we had it. And we went to the feature. I was winning the race with, I think it was five to go. And then the car caught fire again. Jesus. It was a tough go. I, I, I can imagine. Like, I, to me, like, one in one night is obviously one too many. But, you know, the fact you guys got it back, fixed it up, did whatever you needed to do, get back out there, and then you needed to reuse it. Uh, that's almost like a – oh, crap, what's that saying? Um, oh, man, it's not coming to me right now. Uh <clears throat> It's that, that's adding insult to injury. There it is. That's it. That's adding insult to injury. Like it's like I already told you I didn't want to do this. What do, what do I have to do to make it do it again? Um, Actually, the biggest insult to the injury was the race winner ended up being Phil Givens, which is okay. my brother-in-law. Okay. So that that was the biggest insult to the injury. Oh, dude, I feel bad for you there. Um, so that, so you, so you've been racing for, for a few years here, right? Kind of like uh, off and on kind of deal. Kind of. Yes. But less, I guess it'd be two, would it be two seasons? Yeah, if you really... season, I kind of took off yeah. and did my own thing with, uh, the LLR crew. Yep. And then I wanted to get back into it. We got back into it, we built the g5 that i have now and yeah that's how i'm still bone stock hey nothing wrong with that um so uh what so obviously where have you you've raced off i'm gonna assume or sorry varnia and you've also been at flambro um what other tracks have you also been racing at so i've raced varney flambro sunset sobble and Peterborough. Okay. And which one out of those ones is one of your favorite tracks to run at? I got to say either Varney or Sobble are pretty good. Okay. Well, uh, what's the uh, – how do you kind of, like, judge which one's your – like, which one is uh, one of your better tracks? Mostly finishing position. Yeah. But I always seem to be doing good at those two tracks, like, Sunset is kind of a hit and miss this year. I haven't been to Peterborough yet. Hope in autumn colors. 
and then Delaware is just my car can't handle that one. <laughs> I mean, Delaware is is nice and big, and uh, definitely a lot can happen there. And in, in it seems like forever, but at the same time, it seems like way too quick to happen. Um, but you, you just kind of said there, like your car couldn't handle it. Is there something like? Is your car more set up for short tracks, or is it just not something you'd want to attempt? It's more set up for these shorter tracks. Okay. I don't understand how it because it seems <laughs> Flambro seems to be the biggest one, and I don't I don't understand really setups on bone stocks. So I figure you just go out and drive. Yeah. But apparently, there's a lot more to them. You know what? It that's that's the thing with bone stocks. That's where they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be a uh, stepping stone for you to move up. So that's where you kind of got to learn the basic ideas of setups before jumping into a mini stock, which also would be more complex. And then super, same thing with super stock and late models and and whatnot, right? Yep. Um. So that's the thing is right now, like I'll, I'm just feeling like every all the questions I want to ask right now are all the fan questions. <laughs> I'm starting to slip into them and it's like I'm like I need to shut up before we get to that point um I, so say, I, I saw the one uh one question was what was your favorite track and you already asked that exactly so I feel bad um well we'll come back to that and then you guys you can give another ex- explanation as to why um okay. <laughs> um anyways so going forward what are uh you know we we, we realistically have three nights of racing left in Ontario here. Um, and your next race is uh, Frostoberfest, and you're looking to get out to Peterborough for autumn colors. Um, what is one of the reasons why you're looking, you're, like, are you looking forward to getting back behind the wheel at Frostoberfest? Uh, it's mostly the fastest cars come out to play during these two races. So I want to see what myself am capable of against the fastest bone stock drivers. In Ontario. Do you know kind of who will be showing up? Like, I know. That is always Because, like, I feel like you're going to get the Sunset guys who obviously that, you know, Varney guys are done. Sunset's done. Uh, I think Peterborough might be done or this is their last last night. Or, yeah, Peterborough will be done. So, like, it's you're, you're getting all these guys to travel out and you're always unsure of who's showing up and who's going to make the, uh, was it 20, 24 car, 25 car or so field. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's always impressive to see the, the kind of car counts that the Pierce socks get at any big events, which is, which is really good for the division. It really is. Yeah. Like it seems like we're one big happy, I want to say family, but, you know, in race in terms, you're never a family when you put the helmet on. It's when you're in the pits. Yeah. Really the big yeah. Once once that helmet goes on, you strap in, you you roll on that track. If if the person in front of you is your best friend, <laughs> I'm wrecking my best friend for that checkered flag. Yeah, it's just like uh, when Nicole got asked if she'd wreck her fiance, she said <laughs> within a heartbeat. Well, within a heartbeat. Yep. You know she. You know what? I fully believe that. There's guys out there who's like, I wreck my own grandma for <laughs> to win a championship or to win a race. That doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's NASCAR Cup Series or all the way down to 
uh, pure stocks or, or any of the lower divisions like that? If you're going for a win, you're going for that win. And you just got to make sure you're doing it the right way too. Exactly. Make the car one piece. Exactly. Um, I feel like I'm just going to get it out of the way before I start fumbling all over these. We're gonna we're gonna jump into our fan question period, where as you as you saw earlier today, we got questions submitted to us. I've uh, compiled them all, and we got a few set up for you. Are you ready to answer them? As ready as I'll ever be. All right, sounds good. So the first one you kind of touched on, and it was uh, from Nicole Stewart. She goes, "What's your favorite track to race?" It's got to be Flamborough and Sun uh, Sobble. Sorry, uh, Sobble. Have a season there. Did pretty good, except for the fire extinguishers. <laughs> and it always seemed like a top – there's always a top five every time I'm there, except for this year with the combined four. That yeah. one was a little little different, but maybe next year I'll give it another go. Uh, and then nice. Flamborough, it's just – I've been there for so many years that you basically know the ins and outs, and it's just a great track to be at. Sounds good. And then uh, our next question again comes from Nicole Stewart and she goes, who are your favorite drivers to race against? That is a good question because a lot of them are. Uh, the main ones I like to try to stay with are Phil Givens, Gary Slama, uh, Chris Lawrence, um, Leo, I can't pronounce the last name, Mark Thorne, and even Jordan Morris is a fun guy to race against. Yeah, those are those are definitely some of uh, the top tier names here in uh, in pure stock racing, eh? Oh yeah, I want I want to I want to race Nick Clark, but it seems like he's a little too chicken to race against me today. <laughs> so Nick Clark, if you're listening to this, bring it out. You got two races left. Wait, way to throw down the gauntlet like that. I know he'll listen. He's the car chief. <laughs> Uh, our next question actually comes from Nick Clark. <laughs> and his question is, what divisions would you like to move to in the coming years? Uh, so being part of the London Recreational Crew, it seems like the three main ones that always have success are the Super Stocks, the Pro Late Models, and the Oscar Hot Rods. I mean, modified, sorry. But the Hot Rods are one that I'd, I'd love to try. Yeah, the, uh, the that division seems like a, a really fun one to get into. It's grown pretty quick, too. I love it. Yeah, it has. Uh, our next one is coming from Wade Thorne. Oh, gosh. And he says, are you mad that I set quick time in the car? Honestly, no, I'm not. Because now I know what that car is capable of. Um, but I mean, if, if he wants to get behind the wheel and see if he can beat that time, I'm sure we can set something up again. <laughs> All right. So there's another, I guess, almost another challenge there to throw down. Um, our next question is coming to us from underscore cart underscore underscore B underscore. And he, and they go. I'm assuming it's a no to you dropping in Warzine. War. But I'm I mean, sure he'll message me in the next couple hours asking. 
Uh, well, hopefully, uh, we got some time here to kill before you have to go over to your iRacing stuff. Um, our last question comes in to us from Brian dot Richardson, Richardson, wow, 19. <laughs> and he goes, who is your biggest inspiration? Man, that is like, he didn't go into detail on that one. Like, could it be in life and racing? baseball it, it could be anything like it really could um look in baseball and that, that's a tough one there's a lot of people out there that I, i'd want to probably go with probably each and get like the multiple hit streak going and yeah and play until you're really old honestly he's like what almost 50 i feel like he's something like that i think he might be still playing in japan i i think he fully retired i did okay i i think and now you're making me have to look it up (laughs) gotta look up those stats to to see so he's 47 years old still a young guy it's still young. I, well, it was the gray hair that was throwing it off for me. Uh, dude, let's. I'm just taking a quick look here. Uh, doesn't two and a half seasons, and then return to returning Mariners in 2018. Uh, looks like he's fully done. Fully retired. Oh yeah. Good career he had. Oh yeah. I'm just looking at his stats just popped up here too. 10-time All-Star, AL MVP in 2001, AL Rookie of the Year in 2001, 10-time Gold Glove winner, three-time Silver Slugger, two-time AL Batting Champ, AL Stolen Base Leader in 2001, and MLB record 262 hits in a single season. In a single season. That's incredible stats. Uh, to carry on with that question uh, in racing I want to say probably be Smoke, Tony Stewart mostly because of the last name but <laughs> hey at least that I way he'd be like oh Stewart you must be related to Tony oh yeah he's like my third cousin twice removed or something like that I've actually never been asked that question yet but I, that, that would be my response would be yes I'm related to him somehow <laughs> That's funny because growing up, I was always asked if I was related to Jim Morrison. <laughs> I'm like, no. No, sorry, sir. No. Um, but I always joked around with uh, Wade Thorne saying, if I ever do win a race, I am pulling the Tony Stewart and climbing a fence. Well, when that happens, I really hope I'm there because I want to see that. And if you don't do it, that means I will I will call you out. And I'm sure everyone who listens will call you out as well. I, I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> um, so kind of looking, we're gonna go. We're gonna, so actually that ends our fan question period. So of course we want to thank all our fans for uh, sending in questions, and of course we want to thank Eric for uh, taking some time and answering those questions for us. Um. 
looking ahead here, you know, the season's almost done. We got two, three weekends left of racing here in Ontario. Um, and of course, a long off season ahead. Uh, what are your plans for the off season to, to keep yourself busy or keep yourself in shape? Uh, actually, in the next couple of days, our hockey season starts. So that should hopefully keep me in shape if I don't drink enough <laughs> beers. Like every hockey player ever. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, uh, that's basically all I do during the winter, just hockey. Hopefully the car is not destroyed, so I won't have to repair it. Yeah. Well, that sounds like it's uh, going to be a fun offseason, though, getting back behind the uh, – or uh, strapping those pads on and going out and playing some hockey. Oh, it's been a long wait. Oh, yeah? See if I can remember how to play goalie. <laughs> oh, come on now. It ain't that hard, is it? Sometimes it is, yeah. <laughs> I I've I never played hockey, but one of my favorite positions was always goalie. It's less movement to do. But at the same time, you got to move so much. Especially you do have a lot of movement on, too. Yeah. I I mean, I was I played uh ball hockey in high school and they ended up they didn't tell us they were using the actual orange ball. Um I, I didn't have proper pads. So like all I all I had was this the pads the school provided and it was an actual tournament that we went to. Uh Oh yeah. So here I am all I'm wearing is a long sleeve t-shirt. Uh, shorts, um, and obviously the helmet, the glove blocker, stick, pads, but nothing for my chest. <laughs> I was only smart enough and at least brought a jock. So in case something happened, I was okay. Um, I ended up getting a shot right up in my left shoulder here. I was bruised for about three days. Now, have you ever played with wiffle, uh, wiffle balls? Like hockey with, with wiffle balls or like baseball with wiffle balls? Hockey with wiffle, uh, wiffle balls. No. Now those ones hurt too. Okay. They they leave some pretty good welts. I'm curious as to how you know, because that's my like my train my train of process here is like I've only ever played with the orange ball. Like I don't know what kind of psycho would play with a wiffle ball. So in high school, the uh, they started playing this game called uh, floor hockey, or yeah, floor hockey, where they use a different kind of stick, and they use a wiffle ball. And those balls can like they can get going, moving. They curve, bend. It, it's crazy. Um, I'm trying to remember what they call it, but it it comes from overseas somewhere. Oh, is it that like weird like curved stick that has like the three lines in it? Yep, yep. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we used those sticks and the wiffle oh, balls. What was there any padding for the goalies or was or just like ah good luck, have fun? Exactly like that. And I'm sure the boys were like, all right, bet. <laughs> exactly. And and in gym class, you got you're wearing a t-shirt too. Yep. T-shirt and shorts. Yeah, T-shirt and shorts right off the arm. Oh. Stuck for a couple of days. 
I, I, remember- I just got a text from Spencer Reddell asking, how many cheeseburgers do you eat on race day? <laughs> and to answer that question, Spencer, I don't eat cheeseburgers. I always go for the classic poutine. Ooh. How is the poutine at Flamborough? It is phenomenal, actually. Oh, yeah? Like, the, uh, they put shredded cheese on it to the curds, which kind of is a little bit fan of poutine, but yeah, it, it works. I love it. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Every track I go to, I always order the poutine. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I, 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 I know at Flamborough, I'm always getting a Flamburger. Back in the day, at when I used to go to Delaware, um, I'd always get a pizza because they had always had Domino's pizza in the infield, and I, I love pizza. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, it's such an easy food. It's it, awesome. It really is. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's actually kind of so. Obviously, you just said you know you enjoy poutine at every at, at different tracks. What is your favorite track then to get track food at? Uh, that it's between it's got to be between Sunset and Flambro, not to be biased or anything, but phenomenal. Oh, I go with the bacon. Everybody goes with the bacon. <laughs> uh, then at sunset, the, the pizza, the poutine. I've actually never tried a cheeseburger. But they, they got ice cream there too, which puts it over the top. That sounds actually really good. Um, I just, I'm sorry, just the question ended up just rolling in here. Um, so we got a last minute addition to the questions here and it actually comes from your future brother-in-law. Oh gosh. And that's, and that's why it stunned me. Sorry. Uh, he goes, once it loads up here, what are your goals for frost frost overfest and autumn colors? To keep the car in one piece. Honestly, like that's the main goal. Every time I show up to a track, but, if the car feels fantastic, I'll aim for a top 10. If I'm in the top 10, I'll try to push myself for a top five. But like we said, we have every, well, potentially every top name guy coming from every track. So I'm going to hope for, I'm going to hope for a top 10. You know what? That's a good goal to have. You never know who's going to show up. So a top 10 is, is a good goal to go for. Absolutely. Uh, and the, obviously that same goal will go for if you uh, head out of Peterborough for autumn colors. The other goal there is to beat Phil in every beer drinking competition too. Because, you know, when you go to autumn colors, it's just a big party. Absolutely. You typically go out the Wednesday or Thursday and to, to start your setup almost. Um, and you got three days of great racing. And on top of that, what are you, what are you going to do when you got some downtime? Uh, probably just watch more racing. <laughs> to watch, like, 
it's a tough thing down in Peterborough because you can't get too too intoxicated and go places. That's true. You're just kind of stuck at that track, so that's why it's always a big party. And you know what? That's that's the kind of stuff we need here in Ontario. We need that party-like atmosphere um, from the different tracks during these playoff races. Exactly. Like, look you, at last weekend. Never, yeah, you get your Colt Never Hams and the beer pong. I was just about party. to suggest that one. <laughs> I, I think I heard a rumor that there might be a beer pong tournament, too. At Flamborough or at uh, Peterborough? At Peterborough. If that's the case, I'm I'm looking for a partner. <laughs> so if, if someone if there is a beer pong tournament happening at Peterborough Speedway, pretty much let Eric know. And also, if you're going to be a partner, like you can partner up with him. Like that that like you're selling yourself really good here tonight. I love it. You um, got to do what you got to do. Exactly. You know, racing is all about fun. We, you know, the only time it's not fun is when you're, when you're t- going home and your car's in a basket kind of deal. Right. Nobody loves when that happens. Absolutely not. I've had that. Ha- I've had that happen a few times. I'm just like, um, uh, do I really want to come back here again? And with that seven days in between, you still manage to show up next week. That's exactly it. Like I do, uh, I do media for the the CVMs, and sometimes I look at the cars. I'm like, oh, they'll be done for the year, or they'll be done for a couple of weeks. Seven days later, guess who's rolling back into the pits? And when I get there, I'm like, how? How did that? Why? Like, take a week off, my friend. Like, it, it's a it's a hobby. It's it's an addiction. it's an addiction. Yeah. It. I'd rather be spending my money going to a racetrack than spend my money on on illegal things exactly or get myself into worse trouble than i could actually possibly do like that's why i do this that's why (laughs) i do this podcast that's why i do like to do the media stuff because it keeps me grounded and it makes it keeps me out of trouble as much as possible because if i'm if i'm idling oh that's not good i get myself into trouble that's why i play so many sports so i'm always busy Typically, I do play a uh, uh, three-pitch softball in the summer, but this year was just uh, um, I was just going to be too busy with a lot of different things. I just it it just it's an hour game, but it was just going to take too much. That hour is just I need that valuable hour kind of deal. But I feel yeah, yeah. I feel you know. I'm I'm hoping this winter, I'll, me and the me and the girlfriend will find a uh, ball hockey league we can both join. So I can actually see how well she can kick my ass in ball hockey. She used to if play. Goalie, if you need any goalie tips, I'll call you. All right. <laughs> um. So kind of let's talk about like so. Uh, and we've been jumping around. I love this. Um. You know, going into the off season, you're gonna you know play hockey for staying in shape and. Uh, you were just saying that you, uh, um, you I race as well, and you got a, you got a race coming up here soon. Um, do you do a lot of that in the off season, or even throughout the year too, or is it just something you just kind of pick up and go have some fun with? It there's sometimes I do join a season, and I'll continue on with that, and then I really look to see how long the season is, because with the actual race season, you got to have your cars prepped and everything. 
and you don't want it to take over your Saturdays too because you, you got to go race. So I kind of look in to see how long the seasons are and if I like how long the season is, I'll hop in and see how how it is and if I like it, I'll continue. If I don't, well, and I'll just kind of hop on and do my own kind of thing. And hey, nothing wrong with that. No, it's it's a fun little little pastime. Absolutely. Um, that's something I've been meaning to get myself into because it just seems like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I just, wow. So actually, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna let's. Uh, so obviously, next year are your goals to remain in pure. Your goals are to remain in pure stock, okay? Eh? Yeah, I'm gonna stay in pure stock until I hunt down a championship. Um, are you gonna be running? Do you have an idea of where you're gonna run full time next year, or is it just gonna be kind of full time and then a little bit of traveling? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try full time at Flamborough again, and then go to little places here and there, like for special events again. Hey, that's that. You know what? That's not, that's gonna sound like it's gonna be a uh, a good time next year. Uh, I think that's about all I have for you for tonight. Um, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you here tonight? Uh, obviously, I got to thank London Recreational Racing, Mike Schmidt, all those guys. Uh, actually, Sean Chan with Racing, he's been kind of mentoring me how to how to get around most of these tracks. He says he's washed up, but we all know he's never going to be washed up. Nope. Uh, Thompson Photography, Ideal Brake Supply, Quick Wick, ThinkPad, and Wellington Perforated. Without those guys, I'd, I wouldn't be on the track. Actually, I also got to thank Nick Clark for helping me build the car, family uh, with the support. There's just a lot of people to go into it. Oh, we get a last minute. Oh, my God. Okay. Another question. We got, yeah, we'll have one more. Sorry, it just popped up. Uh, we got one more question. Do you mind answering it? I'm going. Let's go. All right. Roger Stewart asks, are you having more fun racing with this car over your old car? Honestly, this car is a blast. Like uh, Being able to have hands-on when it was being built, it makes it more, more precious in a way because I know how much – blood sweat and tears nick and i put into it and so i cherish this car more than i cherish the other car totally understandable um well eric we're not going to take up much more of your uh tuesday night here wow i was about to say sunday the monday i I, i'm lost tracked already um thank you for taking some time out of your tuesday evening to uh talk with us uh hopefully you have a uh, good rest of your season here and uh, enjoy your off season. Thank you very much. I hope you have a good off season as well. We'll talk to you later now. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Bye now. All right, guys, that was drive the number 82 pure stock. That was Eric Stewart. Of course, we want to thank Eric for uh, taking the time out of his day and sitting down and chat with us um, for a little bit. And hopefully you guys got to know him a little bit more and hopefully those fan question, uh, those fan questions were, uh, uh, those answers were good enough for you guys. Um, yeah, so like I said, I, I know I talked about this, but we're we're going into championship weekend. 
there's a lot happening. There's a lot of racing going on this weekend. So like I said, go out and support your support your local short tracks. Um, Flambro's running, Delaware's running, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway's running, Humberstone's is running, I believe. Same with Merrittville, or I think Merrittville's done for the year. Um, Sunset, Sobble, I think Varney might be running, Peterborough might. Um, but check it wherever you are. Actually, here's a great idea. Check out drivercal.com. That's right. Uh, if you guys are unsure of what's in your area, head on over and check out drivercal.com and see if you can find an event near you that will uh, uh, that will help you uh, find out where you, where, you, where you, what track you can go do this weekend. Um, I I, just, I have to give uh, Brad over at Driver Cal a little shout out there. Um, he's done such such a great work with it, and I was so I was uh, so happy to have him on the show. Um, he so it looks like he's uh. He's having great success. They're having great success over there at Driver Cal. So I always have to give them a shout out. And I'm hoping to end up at a uh, show or, or something that they're doing and actually introduce myself to those guys and uh, get to know them and see how they operate for the day. So hopefully soon I will. Um, but yeah, if you guys are looking for an event, check out drivercal.com um, and check them out on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, go check them out. Um, other than that, guys, I don't think I have a whole lot else for you to this weekend or for the tonight, today. So I say we wrap it up there. We're about 44, 40, 54 minutes into the show. So I think that's good enough. Let's wrap it up. Next weekend on the show, our guest will be. You got to wait till Sunday to find out. So <laughs> with that being said, get, head on out. Check out your local short tracks this weekend. I'll be at Flambro Speedway with the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds as we wrap up our season. So if you guys, like I said, if you guys see me, stop me, say hi. Um, you guys might be in the video. Who knows? So without further ado, thank you everyone for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. My name is John Morrison, and I'll see you all next week. Bye now. Yeah.